0: Hi Z, hi Z. happy birthday, Rachel Corbett! <laughs> hi,
1: hi. It might be a bit of a windy podcast because we're currently. Uh, Sitting in the bay window at the Mm. Arcor Bay Mansion.
0: Just overlooking the little people.
1: (laughs) That's it. And it's a little bit breezy, but um, you are a larger gent. You don't like the heat. I don't like to sweat either, and we have been moved out of the Paul and Rach studio by 2.0. Well,
0: this is it. Our (laughs) eyes have met. We are finally... (laughs) He's a good-looking bloke. Sorry, fellas, if you were secretly hoping there's some sort of Achilles heel to the bloke, he's a good-looking guy, he's a nice fella... and he's doing our girl very proud, but I have learned in the past few moments that you tore out the heart of 2.0, sort of Ralph Wiggum style. You tore out his heart; it broke on live TV. I choo choo choose you. His crime was that he bought a present for Rach, he wrapped a present for Rach, and he gave Rach the present on her birthday.
1: Okay, let me explain a little bit about this. You know my. Approach. Guilty. <laughs> You know, my approach to birthday presents. I don't care for them. You don't need to buy me one to show me that you love me. In fact, you don't even need to call me for my birthday. I often forget it's my birthday until people start saying it. I the really best don't...
0: I can hope for in terms of gifts to you is, mm. is this little gastro bug I've had all week. If I can give you a little hint <laughs> of that, enjoy the squirt stuff.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. You are currently sitting here with two bottles of Lucasade. Get those of you. electrolytes in. <laughs> So, I don't mind about birthday presents. Now, what I really can't stand in the birthday present world is the birthday present that has been purchased because you think that you should. If you can't think of anything good to buy, don't worry about it. No dramas.
0: Yeah, see, the problem is the internet spoiled us all. Where people are now kind of used to for the 21st or 30th or 35th or 40th or whatever is the big age for you is, okay, now I know your favourite author is, uh, you know, Roll Dahl. Mm-hmm. So here's a first edition Roll Dahl, uh, handwritten from when he was in year six at school. So something that clearly took forever to come from the other side of the world. So God forbid you're just busy mm-hmm. and you buy something for someone, you know, up the road.
1: And 2.0 organised a weekend away. Oh, <laughs> will
0: you be wearing the pink Lorna Jane active wear shorts that, by the way, are very active? <laughs>
1: So we're going away. So I thought that was my gift. That's gift done. Sorted.
0: So what did he give you?
1: Okay, so he panicked, basically. And we got to yesterday afternoon and he realized tomorrow's the birthday, we don't have anything organized. So I'm gonna whip up the road right now and do a quick forty five shop in the local area.
0: Well see, Unlike most local areas, yours is fairly nice. There's plenty of lovely little bohemian this, that and the others. You can find little nook and cranny somewhere. But
1: the difficulty is when you're searching for a gift in any area, no matter how you know nook and cranny it is, you can never find anything. So he's gone and, and into a shop and picked up a few bits and pieces that were lovely. But then he's picked up an item that he... And this was the tough bit. I found this out after the fact. But he's thought... He's really nailed it. Well, I think he
0: kind of did. But okay, again, tell the dear podcast <laughs> listener what what 2.0 did that was so f- terrible, that was such an awful <laughs> gift. You're making it out like he sort of, you know, he got you sort of, you know, some morning fresh dishwashing <laughs> <liquid. laughs> And said, "There you go, Sheila. Your spot. You know, come on. He did well. I thought.
1: I unwrapped the present, and it was slowly, slowly, and it was a backpack. Now, the rationale behind it was that we're going away to Peru in seven weeks.
0: Look at you two. We're (laughs) going away to Peru. This is
1: so serious. With his mum and dad.
0: Oh, so he's not going to propose. I know. He's not going to be at Machu Picchu or what? What?
1: (laughs) Machu (laughs) Picchu."
0: What's Machu Picchu?
1: Machu Picchu. Yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> Pinocchio. What is it? I don't know. Is that in Peru?
1: It is, and that's where we're going.
0: Oh, well, then you'll just be standing there <laughs> overlooking the, you know, Machu Picchu. <laughs> Waterfall, or whatever the heck they're famous for.
1: Ruins. Yeah. Oh, great.
0: You'll be there with Pokemon and the rest of them.
1: That's it. So we're going there. So he thought, look, I'll buy her a backpack, Mm. right? So that she can, because we're going walking. Now, I'm
0: waiting to find out what's wrong. (laughs) No. So he bought you a present that was tied to an event that's coming forward, which means, apart from anything else, he sent you the message I love you. I'm looking forward to you. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you. And subtly, he's saying, I'm looking forward to you packing the undies into
1: this. (laughs) But I opened the package and it was a more, it wasn't your sort of Black Wolf Katmandu style backpack. It was your more high end designer style backpack.
0: Oh, so his crime was spending a lot of money
1: (laughs) on a gift that made
0: perfect sense.
1: (laughs) What's wrong with you? Polly, I feel like you are dying to be asked this question. How was your week?
0: Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I won't muck around. I'm not going to pretend. Oh, you know, ups and downs. (laughs) Professionally fine. Everything in isolation, not particularly troublesome. Mm. But, you know, sort of, you know, like the 5% that on top of the 5% eventually is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. The savo, the camel's back is snapped.
1: Snapped. And you're here. You're doing the potty. I appreciate the effort because sometimes at this point, I tell you, you just couldn't be
0: well, yeah, correct, but I don't want to say, look, if you're giving it a 2.0, who you're literally giving it to. <laughs> imagine what's going to happen to me for pulling out on Potty Bob's birthday.
1: Fair point. Thank Fair you.
0: Point. Is that now, look, as I said, so so start of the week, uh, Asher was a little crook. I'll tell you what, I'm done with daycare. I am done with daycare and the, the all the shit that comes back from there. And, you know, SK goes, oh, but it's good for socialization. Yeah, but I'd like not to have tap ass. <laughs> if that's okay with you, like, it's great that she knows how to wave at other kids. It knows how to, you know, be clingy with strangers in a uniform. But I'm more than happy not to have tapas for three weeks running. That'd be great. (laughs)
1: That's so true. Daycare is (sighs) just... Uh, it is the petri dish p- that you send your kids to incubate in so yeah. they can bring you home consumption yeah. and diseases that have been eradicated.
0: But, and, here's, and here's the joy, exactly, is that at and most likely one of you has to go to work essentially 80% of the time to pay for the childcare. Yeah. So the 20% left over is what you can tip into, you know, buy yourself a pair of shoes at the end of the month. I mean, you know, please. What sort of f***ing Dickensian nonsense is this? <laughs> I mean, and also, how hard is it to spray some Glen 20 around these joints? <laughs>
1: exactly. Like,
0: okay, there'll be one kid who's a little bit iffy, but how hard is it? You just separate them. And yeah, it might hurt their feelings, mm. but I'm sorry. I prefer to hurt their feelings than my ass. Yeah,
1: and would it kill... Again and again and again
0: and again and again. <laughs> and
1: would it kill them all to go to daycare in like a spray painter's mask?
0: Find by me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Rach, I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy for them to go in a garbage bag and I'll poke a couple of air holes in it. Because that's about it. I don't want them to touch anything else. You know, they can whatever. They can have their little fake tea parties. I don't care. I'm done with daycare, all right?
1: I love sick you. Yeah, all right. I'm done with
0: daycare. And by the way, it's March. So can you imagine where I'm going to be in November? Just watch out if there's any bell towers around. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But that's not just the worst part of the week. Oh,
1: much. there's more. I love it.
0: So, the classic car, the 83. Okay? I, I don't know what's happened to it. I'm not a mechanic. I don't profess to be a mechanic. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. But I'm lucky enough, and I'm not pretending that, you know, having two cars is a, is, is a burden.
1: Yeah.
0: But two cars that don't work is a, is a <laughs> slight burden. <laughs> So my my Caprice, right? The two thousand and three Caprice. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't know why, because I'm not a mechanic. Yeah. But the NRMA guy goes, "Well, mate, there's a problem here." Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not a mechanic. <laughs> I can't get to a mechanic in the in the newer of the cars because my bonnet doesn't open. So my bonnet doesn't open, and then literally it just started screaming at me, and then the temperature gauge went. And I've gone ah. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> So I just left it out the front of the house for a day to sort of calm down, and then I can limp it to the. No, battery dead. How do you charge a battery? You've got to open the f-ing lid. <laughs> so I can't do anything. So, okay, oh. so we're driving the 83 around. So I drove the 83 to Canberra and back. Okay, there was a bit of stress for it. I drove the 83 to, uh, you know, all over the shop to, uh, to Cooma and back. That's right. Mm. Okay, great, fine, fair enough. But clearly something's gone wrong because it's piss and oil. And I mean pissing oil. I reckon I put six litres of oil through it that's slowly been left all over Sydney. on the Exxon Valdez of of, of Commodore owners. You're the
1: oily Hansel and Gretel.
0: Absolutely. To the extent now where I've actually put grey river sand out the front of our house to try to soak up the oil that's there. That's how bad it is. But anyway, I'm driving to the airport yesterday to go to Coolin, which was great, professionally awesome to go and do that. And something's going tick, 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 tick. And then the temperature gauge. Two cars, two temperature gauges, and basically I limped, limped to get here. So between that, the tap-ass and the sick kid, my life.
1: I just wanted to pick up on what you were talking about in terms of car issues. And do another shout out to the great people of the NRM, <laughs> uh, who are just a delightful bunch. And I just wanted to issue a warning and a sort of reminder to the dear listener uh, that if you have a bill sitting on your countertop and you think it is a priority, just get to it now, so you don't need it later. I'll explain what I mean by this. My- How does this
0: work? I don't open my mail. <laughs>
1: You don't? I'm so bad at that too. <laughs> Stuff just gets – it, bills just sit there. I, I don't know what it is about it. I see the mail there and I have a bit of an anxiety yeah. attack about
0: opening. I also can't help but think if I don't open it, it's it hasn't truly been Me delivered. Too. So I don't have to pay if I haven't seen it.
1: Me too. It. <laughs> I really need to get on top of this because it's a problem. So I've had my expired NRMA membership – Letter.
0: Oh, so oh no. Sitting on the oh, tabletop no. for over a year. Oh, then you're screwed. And
1: we're in classic borrowed time here, right? Just like going and parking illegally, and then thinking, okay, if I don't get a ticket, I've kind of won. <clears throat> I'm sort of in that situation where I haven't had an NRMA membership for a year and a half, and I haven't had anything go wrong with the car. But you always know this it's going to happen. This is a
0: loaded gun in your mouth, this and you're it. getting a little paranoid.
1: <laughs> this is it. So I have gone down to the Toyota Paseo, which I tell you has been running running like a
0: dream why wouldn't it why wouldn't it oh it's an ox it's an ox with <laughs> lipstick that car
1: so i've gone downstairs to run uh 2.0 to an appointment the other day and oh just... is he
0: okay? <laughs> He's okay did he go all right in the stirrups did he get the snip so you don't have to worry about the... no no
1: no. we're all we're all fine uh by so... the way
0: i can tell you you're gonna pressure him into getting the snip in a few years like after you've had the kids Oh. You're going to go to him, oh mate.
1: Really? Do oh, you think? As if
0: you're going to deny yourself.
1: No, I just have a coil up my. <laughs> f- <laughs>
0: the future mother of his children speaking.
1: <laughs> so I've gone downstairs, turned on the car and click, 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 I'll click. I'll just
0: stick a coil up my head. I know.
1: I, it just came out. So click, 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 click. So 2.0, in his infinite wisdom, because he knows a lot more about cars than I do, has mm. gone, oh, that's the alternator. And I've had an alternator issue before. So that's, I know the NRMA has to start the car. Then you can't stop the car. You've got to get it to the mechanics straight but also, away.
0: I'm sorry. Why is it that there only seems to be two things that it can ever go wrong with a car? Alternator or head gasket? Yeah, exactly. It seems like there's more bits to a car than that. This is it. But, but for some reason un- it's all, oh mate, de- oh, mate, your head gasket. Oh, well, that's two <laughs> grand. <laughs> yeah.
1: So 2.0's jumped a cab, gone to his appointment, and I've thought to myself, right, it's a Friday. We're coming down to the wire here. We've only got a few more hours that my mechanic will be open. I know once I get the car started with the NRMA guy, I'm going to have to drive it to, straight to the mechanic because I can't stop it again. Mm. So I'm going to have to get onto this NRMA membership. Now, I've thought... You know what I'll do? I'll just ring up the NRMA and join, and then I'll ring up in an hour or so and just
0: call in an (laughs) issue. Okay, so this is similar to a doctor saying, all right, Rachel, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you've just had cancer. And then you go, all right, what I'll do is I'm going to go to the health fund.
1: I'll join the health fund. So any pre-existing
0: conditions? Not that I'm aware of. This is,
1: this is it. Because I've been in a car before that was broken down with a friend of mine who didn't have the NRMA membership. And you have to pay a service fee if you want them to come out immediately. Yeah, oh,
0: the charge in charge thing.
1: This it's, is it. But I thought to myself, well, what if I wait an hour? Maybe
0: I won't get charged then. What's the <laughs> luck? Now, now, let me guess. The NRMA has a system for this sort of uh, to flag such fraud. It's a forty-eight hour wait. Yeah, thought it might be. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've joined it's the. It's called N- a cooling-off period, right? <laughs> yeah. In the same way, you can't just buy a gun on the same day. So
1: I've joined the NRMA, and I've sat down at my desk and kept tapping away. And then an hour and a half later, I put in a call and said, ah, "Goodness, <laughs> you couldn't imagine." I've just had an issue with my car. They said, did you only just join up an hour and a half again? Yes, but what are the chances? Oh.
0: <laughs> and by the way, this call is recorded for training <laughs> slash legal purposes.
1: So they've said, oh, and I've gotten sort of, and I reckon they were playing me because we've gotten 90% through the, uh, through the conversation. I've thought, oh, I have high five nailed it here. Oh. I'm going to get away with this. And then they've just given it a bit of, there is a small issue of the service fee. I was like, oh, what's that? Well, usually, you know, we, until, you know, 48 hours, it takes, if you want somebody to come out within 48 hours of joining, you have to pay a service fee. So I've had to pay the $55 re-membership fee because I've let my 14 year membership lapse by it letting it oh, expire. Oh, and now you're back to
0: zero, by the way. So whatever, you, whatever sort of little bronze medallion they've sent you, I don't know what we were all working towards with the endless <laughs> yeah. NRMA membership benefits here, but, you know, sadly, whatever you've been working to, gone.
1: Yeah, but uh, Ronnie C was big on that, don't you let that membership lapse. I don't, it's like flybys, you know. What? It's like, what am, I, what am I paying
0: for? Like, I get it. When people used to put, you know, literally the metal badge of the NRMA RACQ, RACV on, on their car, mm. that clearly was some sort of big deal of like, whoa, whoa, I'm a good driver.
1: Yeah, that's it. So $55 membership reigniting fee. I've done the $110 membership fee. Then I've got the $137 service fee to get the call out. Then the guys come and, I mean, I say this without any ability to fault the NRMA in any way because I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'll continue to say it, these are kings among men. A, it's a brilliant service and I've never met an NRMA guy I haven't absolutely adored. They're delightful. Mm. They're absolutely brilliant. So the guys come out, 2.0 still at the appointment. He's come, delightful guy, check the car, battery's dead, right? It's not the alternator at all, it's the battery. But we're in a situation now where the guy's out there. I can't be bothered going and sorting this out, so we better buy a new battery. So two forty we add for the battery, and now we're looking at six or seven hundred bucks for what should have been a hundred and ten renewal fee. But what but my issue is. comes back in the cab from the appointment just as the guy is finishing the transaction on the old uh, FPOS machine and when he finds out it's the battery, he's like, oh, I could have tested that when I came back. I was like, but you told me it was the alternator.
0: So the issue is not about the birthday present. (laughs)
1: Oh, one thing quickly I will say that it has been good in our relationship between two and I. <laughs> Why do you feel the <laughs> need to do that? Do you know what we did here? You want to talk about commitment, right? We talk about, oh, okay, one day we'll get married. Whatever we will do, this, you know, we want to have kids. But you know what we did yesterday? Do we
0: have the conversation, or you started a lot? <laughs> no. He's like, uh, would you like a coffee? Mm, when we get married, do you think we'll have a cat? And he's like. Yeah. I just wanted a latte yes
1: uh we put each other in each other's wheels yesterday
0: oh that's beautiful. <laughs> That's fair to
1: awesome. Honestly, we left each other everything in each other's wills yesterday. Well, then it's done. It's done, then right? Then I
0: think it's fair to say you're engaged.
1: That's it. So we had this moment. Congratulations, <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> it was so bizarre. I mean, it seems completely logical because we were doing our finance stuff and the guy was like, oh, do you guys have wills? And we're like, no, we don't. But we both have investment properties and we have stuff, you know, that would go absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like, you really need to think about getting a will. And, of mm. course, in my mind, I love the guy. I'd leave him everything. When we break up, I'll change it. But
0: um,
1: <laughs> 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 but at the moment it's fine.
0: Just out of interest, yes. uh, Anything for PMAs in the will? <laughs> um, just anything. If you just just last will and testament, to Rachel Corbett essentially is this blow-in from. <laughs> he's getting everything, and I'm just, um, just.
1: You can uh, have our podcasting gear. Oh, cool! Didn't <laughs> I buy that? <laughs> So, um, P-Muzz, I've had a special request from 2.0 from the podcast, and this is going to be very – because he's been trying to weasel his way into the podcast for the last 13 months, i got to I reckon you. any
0: t- – any oh, oh, here oh, he oh, is. No, look oh, at him. He's banging in already. Here he is. Now, I, by the way, if any week I can't do it, then he's in.
1: Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> he can't bring the P-Muzz game. I can, I want to ask one question. Right. What is the thing that must be in this week's podcast that you requested?
0: Regional radio. Ah! <laughs> Regional
1: radio, man, has to be. I think he, rec- uh, he should record story time.
0: Well, all I can say is thank you so much, young 2.0, 2.0. Thank you so much. Rach, you know when they try to turn sort of complicated scientific or psychological things and explain it to us dumb people? Yeah. Nine times out of ten it works. You go, oh, okay, that's what it means. Rightio. A um, little bit of an overshoot by the BBC here. Trying to talk about... Um, have you? We've all had this experience where we are at home and we walk into a room only to go, why am I in this room?
1: Yeah, 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 classic.
0: Okay, what do you think that effect is called? According to the dumbing down article of the BBC, the, the effect of literally walking into another room and having no idea why you're there
1: isn't it just forgetting
0: the doorway effect <laughs> Oh shit! the doorway <laughs> effect, as if anything scientifically comes out of you know three bits of wood two hinges and another bit of wood this, it's not it's not lead paint
1: this is the thing about psychology that interests me and i was reading a book i can't remember what one it is but it was basically talking about the guy who essentially started the bible of syndromes and disorders you know so that the, the dsm the yes yeah, so the psychology uh, which i think is
0: now up to its fourth
1: fifth something like that but basically it was so you know the psychology uh, community had somewhere to go to sort of check whether and even he uh, you know has said it's kind of gotten out of control mm. there is a need to name and disorder absolutely everything when it's just like you know what you're just f- Sad. Yeah, like, you know.
0: <laughs> Jeez, tough love and rage. I thought I was the one that had tap ass for a week. I think I have transitioned this week, Rage, about that sort of uh, how I am as a patient thing, going from sort of being you know wingy, withdrawn. I just need some cruskets, <laughs> to fighting on and really having the shits with it. What sort of a patient are you?
1: I am a killer patient. I find sickness amusing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it So I <laughs> I'm able to sort of levitate And realise that I'm annoying And it's kind of a bit weird So and I'm also very conscious of people around me when I'm sick and not being too much of a punish. Yeah. So I'm kind of... I get a bit caught in that need to sort of do a tight five all the time for everybody so that they know, you know, this isn't a punish to look after me. Here's a couple of gags I prepared yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, and isn't yeah. this amusing for us all? I think I just feel so conscious of not being a pain in the ass.
0: But also, do you think... As you say, so so you smother with all of that. I often think, okay, you know, whack a bit of energy. Hi, how are you? I'll be yeah. able to cover it. But then I sort of realised, I probably look like I've got a temperature. Like, you look like you're sweaty. You <laughs> yeah. look like those massive bags behind yes. the eyes. That yeah. look.
1: I, I have had experience with uh, Some people recently Who are just that um, One person in particular I'm thinking about And I don't want Jesus to... <laughs> Jesus yes I don't want to sort Baby of... Jesus <laughs> Teenage baby... <laughs> Jesus
0: Or the criminally underreported Kid Jesus
1: Kid Jesus What was Jesus doing in a ki- as a kid?
0: What's well, what I'm saying So we know about him being born We know about him dying on his 33 I assume most of his work's done in his 20s
1: Well we know the carpentry gear But we don't know what he was doing When he was banging around Like was he banging around on his Bike. I mean, I suppose they didn't have bikes. BC. Well, Did they? It oh, well, I, well, it would have been AD. Well, it's just walking around me.
0: <laughs> just going. You know, it's me. Whatever the date is, oh, it's me.
1: Well, yeah. What is it? What was he like as an
0: eight-year-old? What yeah. was? He, what were his terrible twos like?
1: That's a great question. There you
0: go. Write a few more books and make a billion bucks.
1: There you go. Thanks for the idea, uh, Paul and Rach. Mostly Paul. So I, yeah, I have had experience lately with this one person. You know, as soon as she gets sick. It's all she wants to talk about oh, all yeah. day. Cannot stand those people that milk being sick. That's yeah. right. Really drives me nuts. Right.
0: So well, so so me doing half of the chat on the podcast about being sick. <laughs> 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 all right. Lesson learned. <laughs> oh, speaking of your office relationships, Rach, I can't stand people who do a lot of.
1: Oh, oh yeah, the heavy breathing, sighing. Thing. The.
0: Please pay attention to me. Yeah, I know. It's (laughs) a (laughs) killer. I don't care what's funny. Yeah. I don't care what's wrong with you. You're not going to trick me into asking you to fire up about something.
1: I find this actually the perfect way to ensure that you won't get my attention. Yes. Like, I actually actively go against what that person wants. If you are sighing, well, then I will ignore you purposefully. Whereas if you'd just been a bit quiet about it, I probably would have asked you how things are going. If you laugh uproariously, I'm going to make a point – of not asking you what was funny. So you're actually working against yourself if you are the type of person that does these kind of things because anybody around the wor- you know, around the workplace or the environment that you know you want to tune in is usually going
0: to go, Well that's me out. Just the whinge level. No, the mm. whinge. I can't do the whinge. I've just got this image though at your office though. Imagine sort of somebody's gone, Oh and they've had to wait four hours <laughs> for you to go, Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, just this article I read on the internet four hours ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, best celebration of International Women's Day ever. Oh, by the way, congratulations
0: on all you are and all you'll ever be. Thank
1: you very much. I appreciate that. Do you feel Dennis. just...
0: Yeah, I know mean, we did it last week, but do you feel inspired i do
1: i certainly and slightly
0: patronized by the professional feminists (laughs) amongst
1: us (laughs) yeah i also think that it's not called out enough that you know while we're going on about how men and the patriarchy and the government hold us down what about women that hold other women down
0: hallelujah baby doll
1: i mean i have met so many in my time that climb up the ladder smash the glass ceiling get to the top of it Refix the glass and then tap dance on the glass in their high heels so that everybody coming up that cannot get through. And
0: funnily enough, the ceiling that they built is about a floor lower yeah. than the one that they had to break through. <laughs> yeah. Just going, oh, sorry, person in their 20s, obey me, don't exactly. follow me.
1: Exactly. But the interesting story, just a quick one that I read today, uh, was from Russia. I mean, I know it's very cold over there. It breed's a different type of person, that kind of cold, doesn't it?
0: I tell you what, what have we done today? We've said michu Picchu. Michu-Pichu, <laughs> michu-pichu yeah. And now the best thing we know about Russia is it's cold.
1: Yeah, but I, it, it breeds a We're certain... We're travellers. We are. It breeds a certain kind of bitterness that only that cold can create. Mm. Uh, there was a story today rolling around about a Russian woman who tore her husband's testicles because he didn't get her flowers on International Women's Day. <laughs> 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 now, that is empowerment. you know what I find weird? People that you walk past and you can still smell them five hours later. Ooh. You know people who have bathed so heavily in aftershave? I don't know whether it's the amount they put on or the type of aftershave that they use, but it particularly happens when you hug somebody who wears a certain smell and then you Mm. can still smell them three hours later.
0: Well, I always used to claim to have a superpower here, right? Now, you're going to beep the entirety of the superpower, okay? Okay, go. Okay? I swear I used to be able to... Rachel, I'm going to say something that might be a little bit unpopular in the world, Please but do. I'm in the mood to say it. I couldn't help but think that the way that the footy show in Melbourne dealt with the Billy Brownless thing, I mean, there's no way it wasn't going to end up looking a bit self serving. There's no way that when you're talking about your own people, that it's not going to look like a bit of a cash in and all the rest of it. But I did want to say this is that, you know, so Billy Brownless, uh, for those who don't know, is that Billy Brownless has broken up with his missus. Gary Lyon, who was a former football player who worked on the same TV show as him, has now started to shack up with his former missus. Now, if you believe Gary Lyon and the the, uh, woman involved in this, it's all new, it all happened after everyone broke up. If you believe the media and everyone else, well, clearly something might have been going on beforehand. But I did want to say this. A lot of people hang shit on Sam Newman. Like, they really hang shit on Sam Newman, thinking he's a dinosaur, he's this, he's that. You know, He's the only person willing in the media to look Billy Brandless in the eye or go on television and say, okay, I know it's not going to be a popular thing to say, but if everyone's broken up, how can you have a problem with it?
1: You know, the interesting thing about Sam Newman asking that question is that I don't know whether it was brave so much as it is the way Sam Newman goes about his romantic life. Good, well, hang on, you took off your wedding ring, didn't you? <laughs> Before we get into story time, which uh, in honor of 2.0 shall be read by a regional radio man. Well, I think
0: it's only fair. <laughs> By the way, I love that he's just making some phone calls out there. I've just noticed a bit of style. Mate, I'm just... Uh...
1: He's consolidating his super right now. He's literally <laughs> trying to find lost super.
0: Okay, I'm worried. Yeah. Is it because you're going to Michi Picchu that you guys are all thinking you're going to <laughs> fall off the end of the earth? What's what, What's with the whole, let's get our affairs in order, let's roll our super up? You're young, fit people. We're
1: organising our finances, Pima. You're very focused. We're thinking about our future. <coughs> it's quite fun and also quite nauseating. Uh, so just a quick uh, five star shout out before we roll into regional radio man and his Rachel's story time. Shout out to Beach Dazbro.
0: Oh, g'day Beach Dasbro.
1: Who? And I enjoy this. He's obviously listened to last week's podcast uh, or the week before the podcast, the one where we referenced Carl the trumpet player oh, and yeah. his uh, two star review. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever fix that up? No, I'm not. I don't think he has. And to be honest, it still stings a little. It still stings. Uh, but bless you, Beach Jazz, bro, because he's titled his Definitely Not Two Stars <laughs> and has written, always the highlight of my listening week, I Can't Play the Trumpet.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we say thank you so much for listening to us this week. Don't forget, give us the five-star shout-out. Follow us on Facebook. Just go searching for Paul and Rach. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um,
1: personal twitters and instagrams because we don't twitter and instagram via paul and Rach. so at rachel corbett and at pm on air and then at pm off air on your instagram and i'm ms rachel corbett but i never instagram
0: come on get back on the insta can you promise me that you'll insta from over there
1: yeah, I will Insta from over there. You know I'm bad with selfies and that kind of you stuff. Don't have to i after the selfies, right? you
0: take pictures of everything else. You don't Michi, put yourself in the photo.
1: Michi Pichi. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can you, okay, if you can find a misspelt souvenir from Michi Pichi,
1: <laughs> I will get it just for you, P. Mazzarino. All right, you need to leave now because regional radio. Bye Bye. <laughs> oh,
0: thank God that's over. I've got to go now and have more Lucas <laughs> oh, made. Gonna... Bye, Rach. Happy
1: birthday. See you. Nice to see you, Paul. Oh, yeah. Love you too. Oh, thank <laughs> When's Regional Radio Man going to turn up?
0: <laughs> Hello, Rachel. It's Regional Radio Man wishing you nothing but a happy, happy birthday. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Regional Radio Man. I appreciate you getting here so quickly. Were you just nearby?
0: Well, all I can say is I'm always ready for a call from a beautiful lady with knees like that. <laughs> is that carpet burn? <laughs> a story from Picture Magazine. It's called Ball Up.
1: <laughs> oh, we don't have a safe word yet. You've raced ahead. Oh. Um, what have we talked about in the podcast? that be I don't good? know.
0: I've just turned up. <laughs> How will I know anything of what you've just said?
1: That's an excellent point.
0: I mean, I was just literally in regional radio in yeah. regional Australia and I've made it my way all the way here to the Paul and Rach studio.
1: Paul didn't brief you as as he walked out? No,
0: he was saying something about, thank <laughs> this is over. <laughs>
1: Um, what about, even though I love them very dearly, and this is probably not the greatest way to show that, what about NRMA?
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> that won't at all count.
1: Oh, or is there some kind of legal issue for uh, putting the NRMA? I mean, do it. What we...
0: about if we say roadside assistance?
1: Okay, that's a long, safe word. Yeah, but if you have
0: to say, I took my NRMA and I put it in the NRMA before <laughs> I finished in the NRMA.
1: What about battery? Battery? Yeah. I like it. Okay. I
0: think I lost the voice completely there for your rage, but anyway. <laughs> it's 25 past 7. Good morning to you wherever you happen to be in this beautiful town, this beautiful day. The weather, pretty much the same as yesterday, but a whole lot more awesome because you're involved. I got into refereeing women's netball when I was going out with a chick who wanted to play, and when we broke up, I kept it up because it was a bit of fun. Wonder where this is going, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, it helped me keep fit. Okay. Oh, yeah,
1: that's that's the main interest.
0: Mostly, it was for the athletic, good-looking babes. When there was a weekend tournament away and they needed refs, I put my hand up. There could be worse ways to spend a weekend, ha, 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 tell me about it, than being one bloke surrounded by lots of fit, horny sportswomen. For the record, has he actually seen any amateur netballers? Oh, Paulie, you pop back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, oh fuck this, i out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I ended up refereeing some pretty high-level matches. Oh, naturally, yeah, (laughs) And after the tournament was over, a few of them stayed in this little town overnight. This little town, regional Australia, is not little at all. There you go. I was drinking with them at the local pub and it turned into a bit of a party. Well, it always does at a regional pub.
1: (laughs) Number 22, number 22, your nasty gorengs ready.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it's a steak. (laughs) Sure there was a f- <laughs> Sure there was a few man hating lezo types oh, God. I'm not safe wording that. I'm just going to read it. But quite a few of them were just average, healthy, horny young women. And since I knew a lot about netball, I had the inside running.
1: Oh, of course you did. Yeah.
0: A couple of them, two tall stunners with ripped bodies, were staying at the same battery hotel that I was. So I picked up a couple of bottles of wine and I asked them if they wanted to kick on. Well done. That's the regional spirit.
1: Regional hospitality, that is. Bring
0: people together one (laughs) inch at a time. We rocked back to my room, hooked in, and pretty soon all three of us were sprawled out across the bed, laughing and carrying on. They gave me shit about being a man in a woman's world. When does the rooting start, by the <laughs> way?
1: Because we
0: are literally three quarters. Of- anyway, I'm back fully. to Paul. <laughs> 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 they gave me shit about being a man in a woman's world, but it was pretty clear they wanted battery, and I was happy to supply it. This is the last paragraph, right?
1: Oh, wow.
0: One of them was sitting on my face with her muscular thighs clamped either side of my head, while the other one ground her pelvis on me until I thought I needed a hip operation. It nearly killed me, but it was worth it. The end. What? The end. That's the story. You invited me to come and read a dirty story that was preamble and nothing else. Oh, I'm sorry, Rick. Could we get you back next week? No.